Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Automotive Sessions podcast. Let's get started with your host, Chris J. Martinez. Hey everyone, how you doing? This is Chris Martinez, and we are live. Hopefully the mic is on. You got your mic on? Yes, sir. And let me go check my mic. I always have some weird issues with these audio things, but uh, this is uh, Cell Cars with Alex and Chris. Today, we got Alex Flores, the, the myth, the legend, right? Huh. We're actually going to be talking about desk managers, right? And how do, what, what's the actual um, the desk interview? Right. So, what do you? What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's uh, it's a very important part of the process, and uh, we definitely do it uh, do it here at Capital Chevrolet, which uh, you know we're very successful here. We sell a lot of cars. We sell about seven hundred, eight hundred cars a month, uh, which you know for a Chevy dealership that's really good. And uh, we are the number one Chevy dealer in Texas. And uh, but anyway, uh, we do do it because uh, we feel like it's it's important to for the desk manager to know where the salesperson is as far as where is he at the, at the process. Is he, does he have control of his customer? Uh, is he following the process? So when you do a good desk interview, because you know, a lot of desk managers nowadays, they just want to hand this person a printout, they, they put the stock number in there, they punch in the trading information and they go, here, go get them. You know, or if, if they even say that. So it's, uh, it's definitely uh, there's a better way than that. I mean, I think it's important to at least find out. You know, what's where are we at in the process? Uh, where where is your customer? I think that's a really important question to ask because you know sometimes you never know. You know, a salesperson could be in front of you, and maybe you can't see the lot from where you're sitting, and you don't know if your customer is you know standing outside or perhaps they're out you know by the car and they're ready to go or or I don't know. So you, I think it's important to know where they're at. Number one. Uh, also, what what do they think that you are doing as a salesperson? Are they thinking that you, you're going to go get them a price? Do they think you're going to go get a manager? Do they think you're getting a car price? I mean, what what's the customer thinking? Well, you know, it's it's funny. So when I when I think about the desk manager and and their role and, and a lot of these some of the desk managers that I find is that they don't need, they they forget that that salesperson probably spent three hours with that customer, right? right? taking them on test drive, it's hot. They forget all of this information and then they get to the salesperson and instead of trying to coach them and help guide them into a deal, yes, they end up just, you know, having them print out, handing it to them and then go give me a deal. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's it's important to be able to, you know, like I said, you just feel the deal out because, you know, what you want to do as a desk manager, I mean, I think a good desk manager, the good ones out there, uh, it's like you're working the deal through them. Yeah. It's like almost like you're, you're you're out there, but you're not out there. You're you're coaching the salesperson. You're telling them, you know, what to tell the customer. Uh, if you feel like if you sense that maybe the salesperson doesn't have control of their customer, then you're able to coach them. Maybe get them to, hey, listen, calm down, buddy. You got this. I need you to go out there and I need you to yes. tell the customer, you know, this and that. Because, you know, we've done it for a long time, and, and we understand, and we've been there. I mean, I, I know that you, Chris, you sold cars for a while, too. I know. I know I did. I did it for eight years. So I always tell salespeople, I don't think there's a scenario that you can bring me or tell me about that I haven't experienced. Yeah, I remember I about it, too, because I remember telling, you used to tell me, look, Chris, I had a plan. 
I would go in, I'd sell my 30. Yes. And then I'd take the last week of the month off every month. Every month. It's just that. It's in like, three weeks. I sold 30 cars in three weeks. <laughs> sold the last. But it was because of the pay plan. It wasn't because I didn't want to make more money. Yeah. It's because at the time we were capped. Yeah. So it didn't, it didn't really make a difference for me. So I would, man, take the last week of the month, sell 30 cars. I would have my nickname, Dirty 30. <laughs> And enjoy life you know so back then it worked for me <laughs> I don't think I would do that now because you know obviously I was a lot younger yeah, yeah. so you know I mean if you're 20 21 years old 22 years old selling, selling 30 cars I'm on I'm on making that kind of money I think back then it was like twelve thousand dollars and it was like wow but uh, anyway yeah it's, it's it's a little different now the mentality but uh, going back to the desk interview I really do think that it's it's so important to to coach and mentor and to redirect. I think it's the best word because, you know, I think some desk guys fail to do this. Well, walk us, walk, walk me through it. Like, I know you were always like the master at that. I mean, what were some of the, the opening questions you'd ask a salesperson when they're coming to you? Fresh off the floor, they just took, got back on the test drive, hopefully. What would you, what would you, how would you guide that? Well, the first thing I want to ask a salesperson is, hey, do we have a deal? And the reason why I ask that is not so much because I really want to know, but I just want to know how, where they're at, a state of mind. Because the salesperson is going to tell you either yes or no. And if they tell me no, that's actually what I really want to hear because then I have a challenge in front of me and I want to prove them wrong. And if they say no, I want to know why. I want to know why they're thinking that. And most of the time when I hear no, it's, it's because they've already, they're making assumptions, uh, they're being negative, they're maybe pre-qualify or over-qualify the customer up front. And in their mind, they're thinking it's not going to be a deal. So anyway, I want to ask them, do we have a deal, buddy, lady, whatever? And they say, yes, we do, or no, we don't. Or if I sense any kind of hesitation, then I know that I'm probably going to have to take a turn and get involved early. If I feel like, oh, well, I don't know, or hey, you know, another, the next question I want to know is, do we have a good pick? Meaning, did you select the right vehicle? I mean, I don't know about a lot of desk guys out there, but I don't see how you want to go into negotiation with a customer or negotiations if you haven't found the right car if 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 the customer is not saying yes this is the car i want to buy well you know it's it's when you think about it so that's why i always think the write-up is so important right that's usually one of the first ones i ask is let me see a write-up because if they couldn't even take the time to write up the customer put the information put the vehicle and do all that and then you start thinking did they actually go through the right process and set this deal up as a deal, right? Right. It's how you set the deal up in the process where you know it, you can actually guide them into an actual sale. But a lot of salespeople just don't do that. Well, no, and I think you're, if by doing the desk interview, you're going to be able to figure out, like, is this person taking a shortcut? And you kind of walk them down the process. You go step by step. Okay, tell me about your demo and tell me about your needs assessment. And tell me about, you know, tell me what your customer does for a living. And, and I, one thing I started doing recently is I'll ask them or I'll, I'll say, hey, do me a favor. Tell me five things about your customer. And I want to know. If, and if they don't know five things about the customer, guess what? They didn't get to know the customer. So they're probably not going to be able to sell them a car. So, you know, I think that's so important. And, and you know, some of my sales managers do it. Some of them don't. Uh, but I definitely, when I, when, I saw, when I was on the desk, I like to do that. I want to know, like, because you're basically trying to find out what, what took them, like you said, two to three hours. You're trying to gather all this information in less than five minutes. And then knowing all these things, and you know, okay, you know, you know, we talked about this last week, the, the personalities and, and, and what type of customer do I have? Do I have an, an analytical person? 
do I have a red personality person out there that's going to be a no-nonsense kind of person and, hey, give me the baby, let's go, or I'm out of here, or, hey, get my trade appraised right away, or I'm leaving, or whatever the case may be, then you know what the plan is. Then you and your salesperson, if, if you're doing it right, you come up with a plan and with a strategy that's going to be effective to be able to sell the car to that customer. Well, yeah, and that's the idea, right? So the, the process, and then early on in that actual interview, one of the big, bigger questions, too, is you, you said about the demo, right? You verify if they've done a demo. Sure. Because me, like, I wanted to make sure, had they driven the car or not, I would either get someone else that could help them because then I, I feel like they're just not giving that customer a service, right? They're not helping that customer by not test driving. Right. Maybe it's the salesperson's pre-qualifying them or just not doing the right job and actually helping them consult with them to help them get into the right vehicle. And a test drive, to me, is important. Well, yeah, because, you know, the salesperson is going to do everything possible to not test drive the car. So they're just waiting for, this, for the customer to say, hey, I already drove it. Or, hey, I don't need to drive it. Let's just go see if we can even make a deal first. And that's like music to their ears. Uh, what they don't realize is, like you said, uh, by not doing a, a demo, I mean, they have their chances of selling a car extremely, extremely low. Where they do drive it, and, you know, that's what they say back in the day, the feel of the wheel makes the deal, right? Yeah. So the customer gets to drive it, feel it, smell it, you know, sees the blind spots or the acceleration, comfort all the style and performance and all that and, and they just get excited it's like anything you know when you go when you go buy a sofa you don't not sit on it and buy it right yeah. i mean you want to sit on it or, or a mattress you lay on it, lay on it. i mean you're worried about that mattress because who knows who's been laying on that mattress right yeah. and i always worry about laying my head on that pillow because I'm, I'm a germaphobic but i still do it because i know hey i'm about to spend Three, four, five, whatever thousands of dollars in a mattress. I better make sure that it's gonna it's gonna feel right. So if you're gonna do that with a mattress, why wouldn't you do that with a car that you're gonna be driving every single day, and for miles and miles and miles? So, so what is so? Let me let's get to that. You know, a lot of consumers out there um, always think, oh, the this is the closer that's gonna come and, and try to close me, right? But reality is that turn person, the person that we we realize that your sales professional isn't helping you or is doing a disservice right we're going to get another person that's a little bit more qualified that can help guide you in the right direction right right so well at what point do you say you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna be that hit turn person or i'm gonna grab a senior salesperson or an actual other manager well, at what point do you want to do that i think you have to be able to read body language and, and be able to identify that your salesperson is lacking confidence or it's lacking, uh, you know, knowledge sometimes, or lacking control. I mean, it's either going to be knowledge, control, or confidence. And at that point, you 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 should be able to the good ones again, the good desk people. Uh, you identify that and, and you execute by making a, a decision. And, and timing is everything on this, where you either get up there, get out there, and talk to this customer, or you send somebody out there to talk to them. Well, because and, and it's part of trying to you know win the actual customer over, right? Because yeah. What ends up happening is if they lose confidence, their body language is just kind of, yeah. and then all of a sudden you see it's you t it turns into a flying deal, right? You got a customer walking out the door, your salesperson standing there, and you're kind of looking at yeah. you know, the customer and like, what happened? You waited too long. You thought about it too long. You waited too long, and, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's all about timing, and it's and, and, it's, and I think. You know, it comes with experience. And as a desk manager, I mean, it's, are you going to be able to be able to identify all these things on your first six months on the desk? 
Probably not every time. Uh, and then, you know, I, I believe that sometimes you, you might take a turn after when you don't need to take a turn. Yeah. And you might hurt the deal. You might have somebody, sometimes customers, there's, there's been times for me, I'm not going to lie in my career that where I went out there and, and thought, oh, I'm going to get involved. And, and I could just feel the, the kind of uncomfortable situation where people were like, well, why are you here? I mean, this guy's doing a great job. I don't really want to talk to you. I mean, it happens, you know, and no matter, even, even to me, believe it or not, with this amazing personality, <laughs> I, I get that sometimes, <laughs> so. It happens, I think it happens to the best of us, right? Yeah. Especially because well, when we look at it, we can be overcritical or we can overanalyze it sometimes. Yes. You're just thinking, this person's losing it. I yes. need to go see if I can save or improve the situation where the customer doesn't feel like, you know, it's overbearing or they're going to leave anyway. Right. You know, so... I think it is important. What are other things that you feel that as a desk manager, these are kind of the things you need to know when you're with a customer uh, or a salesperson, sorry. You know, how did the test drive go? Tell me about the test drive, you know. Tell me about, you know, how is your customer, you know, responding to, towards the process? How is he responding towards, you know, are you guys getting along? Did you find common ground? I mean, I think all these things are important. Did he mention anything that was important to him? Did he happen to say, hey, you know what? I'm really hung on my trade. You know, I really want the trades is going to be the, 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 the make or break of the deal. Or, hey, you know what? I've been shopping around and, and I've been looking at other dealers and I've gotten prices. And this is the price that you don't have to be by $100 or $50 or $500, whatever the case may be. So I think it's just finding out, like I said, uh, where is the customer? What do they think they're doing? Do we, do we have a good, good relationship going? Um, you know, we tried, uh, it's one thing we do here, and I think the guys do a great job here, is making sure that we talk to the customer before we show them numbers, manager-wise. So a manager's going to make sure that they go out there and talk to the customer because, you know, we feel like that just makes everything so much easier, more comfortable, so that if we do have to get involved later, then at least they already met us, they already know who we are, it's a little more comfortable. Yeah, no, and that's the other thing about having having a floor manager, right? Yes. That someone's there doing that EMI. And right? I think we're going to talk about that next week, right? We'll talk about that next week. But, yes. Um, the desk manager interview converts and, and helps. You're loading your salesperson's lips, right? So yes. That new salesperson. So I, I hear that a lot where sales managers say, "Man, we're hiring a lot of green peas." Yes. And I look at the sales managers and make like, look you as the manager should be loading their lips and, and essentially just telling them what to say. And just at any good desk manager would know like, hey, I, you just told me the scenario what happened. You let the customer know X, Y, Z. Right. And as long as they follow X, Y, Z, you're going to help them sell a car. Yes. And the repetition is some other skill, right? The more they, they get that in front of you, the, the easier it is they're going to not need someone to turn sure. down the road. Right? And I think some salespeople are really good at doing interviews. Yeah. So you're basically, it's almost like you're interviewing the customer through your salesperson. And you're gathering all this information, just like if you were, again, it's like you're working a deal through them. Yeah. So you're doing this interview and you're literally just interviewing your customer from your salesperson. You're extracting all this information. Now, sometimes when you do a desk interview, you'll find that the salesperson doesn't know anything about the customer. He didn't really ask him any of the questions that are so he, vital and crucial. An order taker. Yes. So then you know, okay, you know what? Uh, to me, that would be a sign. Okay, we need to turn turn this deal. We need somebody to go out there and find out what's really going on. And uh, so it's it's definitely the desk interview. 
you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer of that. And uh, we don't always do it here. I'm not going to tell you that we do it 100% of the time. Uh, but I definitely talk about it all the time. And some guys do. And ironically, the, the desk managers that do it have the most deals, run the highest per copy, get the most down payment, close the most. I mean, it works. So I definitely, uh, I would encourage everybody that's out there listening or watching us uh, that, you know, that you do a desk interview because it's definitely going to uh, make you a better desk person. I mean, and I think the salespeople respect that when, when you're taking the time. And it's not an interrogation. It's not like I'm going to sit there and ask you 50 questions because then the customer's going to end up leaving. But you have to find out something. You can't just say, okay, well, what's your stock number? You got them in the computer or on the CRM. Here, here's your pencil. Go. You well, know, the biggest thing is identifying those salespeople are going to tell who are going to tell you what you want to hear. Yes. And just reading through that because I mean, let's, let's be honest. You know, a lot of our senior salespeople, more importantly, are the ones that are going to try to put you together. Oh yeah. Right. And so, yeah. and then it's also as a desk manager identifying that early on so that. The worst thing that happens is your customer's not leaving your sure. car or they're leaving in their car. So yeah, you and you jump, get involved. In sure, car. and you also get to learn styles of salespeople. Yeah. The more desk interviews you do, the more you kind of get to learn. Okay, so this this salesperson is, you know, is scared of showing a pencil. This person is too confident, or this person's got it, man. He's on on point, and he has no fear, and he can go out there and he's and confident. Say exactly what you want. Exactly. To say. Or you have the ones that you know are going to change everything you say. You, or you, maybe you have a customer advocate. Maybe you have a, a gross, somebody makes a lot of gross or somebody that gives away all the gross. And it's always trying to, you know, I, I took a turn just earlier and I told the customer what the trade was worth. And I'm like, you know what? You came from far away. Let's say that I'm going to give you this for your trade. And I noticed the sales, well, the customer's looking at the computer. I'm like, what is, what is she looking at? And I look over there and, and the salesperson pulled up the trade right there, uh, KBV on the computer. And I'm like, what are we doing here? So, you know, you, you identify this thing so you can correct them for the future. Yeah. Because sometimes, you know, things like that will cost you a deal. Not that you don't want to be transparent, not that you're trying to hide anything, but, you know, there's certain things that help yeah, you. And I think that what happens is that some of those salespeople that feel like, oh, I'm going to be the consumer advocate, yes. are hurting not only themselves, but the actual relationship with the consumer. Absolutely. KVB and all these other other sources aren't the say all end all. No, we look at real market data to identify what the value of that vehicle is, not what some piece of paper is going to tell you that it's worth because they're not going to write you a check for it. Exactly, I agree one hundred percent. Yes, sir. But so this is this is a good conversation, right? I the think desk so. Manager desk interview, right there. I think so. I think it's a, definitely something that, like I said, people need to do. And uh, if you're not comfortable with it, you start getting comfortable with it because yeah. it's definitely going to make a big difference. Well, that's what's going to separate you from the rest of the desk managers, right? Absolutely. Now, be more successful in the car business. So, well, this is this is our our our, our uh, conversation today. This is sell cars with Alex and Chris. Hopefully, you guys uh, got some real value out of it. Um, if you guys can please like, share, comment, put some comments in there for our next episode. We're going to be talking about um, closers. Closers. Yeah. To close, to be a closer, not to be a closer. So stay tuned next week, guys. Thank you. We'll Thank see you guys next week.